Welcome to Tournament in a Tea Break. I'm Roz Satar and I've got a special guest. Well, thank you, Roz. Actually, I'm Luca Jacobs. I'm from Germany. Yeah, <laughs> we've actually got a real live German here. Do you want to know why that's so significant? Because Angelique Kerber became the first German woman since Steffi Graf, her heroine, by the way, to win a Wimbledon title, beating Serena Williams on the way to do it. Uh, why else was this significant? Because Serena was actually aiming to equal Margaret Court's 24 Grand Slams, of which most of them were done when nobody used to go to Australia anyway. So um, I love the fact that Chrissy Everett always throws that out there. Like 11 of them was when nobody used to go to Australia anyhow. Well, it's insane. And um, <laughs> well, and then it's like Angie Kerber, like, well, cancelling all these plans for Serena. Like, it felt amazing on the court, to be honest. Like, being on... On center court, watching this, that was pretty pretty cool. To me. I mean, let's let's analyze the match because um, Kerber came out, uh, didn't look nervous. She admitted to us impressed that she was uh, pretty nervous at the start, but she came out very very focused, um, blattered her way, yeah, broke Serena in the first game, uh, yeah, built up a built up a lead. Serena got herself on the board, actually broke Angie back in the first mm -hmm. set. And um, Kerber's response was to break her twice to, to take the set. And for me, I thought, okay, this feels like Melbourne, where she came out super aggressive, and I really think caught um, Serena Williams by surprise. Now, you couldn't say that Williams would be caught by surprise again like this, because, of course, Williams beat her in straight sets two years ago, incidentally the last time that Williams won at Wimbledon. Um, but and and to be fair, Serena did up her intensity in the second set. I mean, what what was your feeling when you were watching the second set? Did you think that it was about to change? Well, the first thing I thought the first game was like crucial all the time, and I was really surprised that Angie like kept it going from the first set. And uh, well, then Serena kind of like had this one um, body stroke kind of where I was like, <laughs> is that wow, she what she what, what, head off? Yeah, well, I was like, wow, and even. Angie was looking at Serena like, what is going on here? But since that point, I was like, wow, Angie's still really steady, really calm. Uh, she was kind of ready. She, I pretend, well, I felt like she was uh, in the mood, like in all the other two Grand Slam, well, three actually was it, but all the other two Grand Slam finals where she actually won it. And I felt like she was really ready for it. Well, yeah. That was a surprise, actually. To be honest, since it's a Wimbledon final and it's against Serena. So, well... I was surprised, but yeah. I mean, she she admitted in the press conference for, <laughs> at the semi final that she would have to um, play her best tennis. And what what had worried me going into that was when Ger when uh, when we were interviewing Gergas ahead of the semi final, mm -hmm. she was very much. I'm very happy to be here. Obviously, Gerges hadn't won a match at Wimbledon until this year, since 2012. It's insane. It was like a yeah. ridiculous yeah. losing losing streak. And then she went on a run to, I think, the quarterfinals at Eastbourne. Yeah. And we were talking to her there, and she was amazing because she was just so bubbly. Um, but the one thing that worried me was that she was saying it'll be an honour to be on the court with her. And I thought, you see, you've already in your mind mm. accepted that you're yeah. going to do that. And, and I was worried when um, somebody asked a similar question to Angie after she, she got into the final. And she said, oh, for me, you know, Serena's always a champion. OK, mm -hmm. that's acceptable. I can I can believe Absolutely. that. But she said she it'll is. be an honour to be on the court. And I just yeah. thought, oh, close, but no cigar. Why? Why did you say that? But when she came out, it, it was a study in focus. I've, you know, she was, 
I know that she's been looking to play more aggressively, mm. um, but against Lostopenko, she was doubly effective because not only was she aggressive when she had the chance, but she was super defensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that's what she was going to do today. today. Well. After that shot where Serena almost took her head off, oh, I thought, okay, you're gonna, she's going to start reverting back to counter-punching. Yeah. I... But she didn't. She actually stepped actually... up another gear. Well... I think it was the breakpoint for 4-2, wasn't it? Yeah. Where she hit the forehand down the line, her trademark that, shot. Yeah. Oh, well, but that was the one I was the jumping around, uh, up, actually, and screaming a lot because it was, like, it was her trademark shot, and she actually went for it. Like, she never looked back. She did, yeah. uh, Well, whether it was for the body shot or whatever it was, like, Serena was really, like, kept on fighting and kept on trying to get into the match, but Angie didn't look back. She just went for her shots. At the points where she had to. And also, her body language. Mm-hmm. Like, we've seen her... I, I spoke to a colleague... Uh, yeah, I've got one German colleague in, in my writing room, mm-hmm. and the rest are upstairs. And I spoke to one who said, oh, my God, you know, she's so stressed when she's training. She looks stressed on the on the court. But then another colleague, the one in my room, was like, yeah, she's nervous in the early rounds that yeah. she's expected really? to win. Yeah. Once she gets past those... Because, of course, she was the highest seed left standing mm-hmm. after Pliskova bowed out on Manic Monday. She was the highest seed. Mm-hmm. And um, and she, at that point, that, that, as you say, that calm and that focus suddenly came into gear. And all of a sudden, it was like, yeah, I'm supposed to be here. There were no nerves. There were no jitters. Absolutely. I mean, I think I read, read an article or an interview with her when she said, like, I really want to try to win Wimbledon this year and i'm like well i mean it's a goal since she always she loves playing on 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 grass she lost she actually won Br- uh, birmingham a couple of years ago and well i think she even went out there today like to win because <laughs> she she beat serena a couple of years back and she knows how to play her and yeah. that's well I, I i kind of felt like that she was in the mood to do this uh here again today and um she, really she, she never looked back and that's um to be honest, at at some points you always have a little like a little um, minus and feeling again for Angel because she's always has these kind of like well problems with mental um, stuff. But um, at the end, well, she never felt um, she you you never felt like she can't amaze you anymore. Yeah. and that's that's amazing, and it's it felt like this too. Yeah, I mean, I actually had to stop watching Djokovic's press conference mm-hmm. because just to explain what it's like in the media center we yeah. have um we have like a big screen that that you can it's an interactive screen so you have one big um screen with one court and you can have three smaller courts at the bottom or interview rooms or whatever mm-hmm. and i could see out of the corner of my eye that the score line was clicking up and i thought she's she's going to be done before he stopped talking <laughs> so i clicked back literally for that last game uh, and and it was amazing. And the thing that the thing that makes me think that she's turned around a corner is she was saying in press, Serena didn't lose this match. Absolutely. I won it. I and I thought agree on that. And yeah. I think, and I don't even think this is like a return to 2016 mm-hmm. Kerber. Mm-hmm. I think this is a brand new Kerber Absolutely. that we're seeing. Well, she learned so much. That's well, she learned a lot of. 2016, but a lot of 2017. Oh, actually, God. I mean, it was like a really bad year, to be honest. But 
well, she 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 rises herself. She rises her personality. He she rises her uh, her game actually. And I think Wim Fazette did a lot of work. And yeah. he's a really good coach. Um, he's like really encouraging. Um, he's putting in the word uh, the words actually. I think Angie's a really someone who needs words also. Um, like for encouragement for her game actually. Just just to go out there and play her game because yeah. um, it's a mix of defensive game and also these patches of, of, of offensive game yeah. and she can do that but we see it sorted today yeah. well definitely i mean yeah. she 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 definitely said you know mm -hmm. uh, she's made some changes to her team and that she she thanked them for for getting to this to this point you know mm -hmm. she's she's super fit mm -hmm. and i think that, yeah. that was the issue serena oh, yeah. really up until this point hadn't come across anybody that was going to be as tough georgie gave her a a, a a bit of an issue mm -hmm. by taking that first set but anybody who's seen Georgie play and Serena has seen her play knows that she cannot sustain that level of consistency throughout an entire yeah. match yeah. so when Serena was like super calm and somebody was asking her you know is this the new post-mom Serena she was like let me just be clear oh. this is not this is not usual <laughs> this really? doesn't happen and I you know I'm hoping that it will but yeah. I'm pretty sure that it won't um, but I think because she's played Georgie so many times, she knows yeah. that Georgie is inconsistent and is going to just make a mess of things and therefore is going to, you know, is going to be easy to pick off at the end. Mm. Right at the start, I think within two or three games, I turned around to a colleague sat next to me. Um, or, yeah, or my, sorry, my colleague, but George sat behind me. was like, yeah. kind of, this is her toughest competition. And, and I think it showed today. Mm -hmm. Serena... Um, came up against somebody who was a real match for her. Um, so when she says, I can com I can compete, I absolutely believe that she can. I absolutely believe that Serena will get 24 in, at the US absolutely. Open. But damn it, watch out for, ha for Kerber. Watch out for Halep as well, but watch out for Kerber because she's back. Well, especially like Halep and uh, Kerber these matches are physical yes. and they're so physical exhausting also for serena well i i can't deny her like 23 grand slam she's probably the best we ever see so whatever um but um these matches are physical and Kerber's shots were really that low today and even when she like um went for the forehand down the line or the drop shots whatever Serena had to fought for every single point. And I think that's probably she didn't see the the whole tournament and kind of and to yeah. see it in the final, it wasn't brutal brutal um brutal exercise for her to be honest. Um, yeah, and, it was um, frustrating her absolutely. a lot. And today. You, you could see you, we, we saw that today. Yeah. Um well not only the, the body shot, but in general. <laughs> <laughs> we had that at some points when, when she was screaming her commands, whatever. Yeah. It, she she tried to get in there, but well, Kerber hold against it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, they were the second act today, and mm -hmm. you know, uh, there wasn't. We didn't do a podcast yesterday because uh, thanks to Isner and Anderson, <laughs> um, Djokovic and Rafael Nadal did not get onto court until gone eight. There was no way they were going to. Yeah, you know, well, there was an outside chance that they were going to finish, uh, and then. Novak Djokovic, Novak Djokovic took the first set and everybody thought, yay. Then Rafael Nadal leveled and everybody was like, oh God, that mm -hmm. means that you know, th there's definitely no way they're going to... Because each set was taking about an mm -hmm. hour. Absolutely. Um, I got home, I left at 10 and I got home just as the tie break was starting. And 
we were going mental, the two of us, jumping yeah, up and down, screaming definitely. at the television. So I think overnight it was great. I, I did worry as soon, I mean, obviously Nadal levelled up and mm-hmm. then we were into a whole other five set thing. And then, then by this point, you can just imagine how blue the air was turning in the media room because oh, we were God. just like, you know, the, the women didn't get on mm. until quarter past four. That's mm-hmm. two and a quarter hours after they were due to come. That's basically the time it took to you know to to, to do a normal women's final. Yeah. Um, and they, they hadn't even gotten to court by that point. Totally agree on that. Um, so, but to be fair, both yeah. women were very gracious That's, about it. Well, I well I'm curious like how they like really react to it. I mean, um. I mean, probably Serena also like really an open speaking woman like um, and then she's also like really standing over it like she's trying to push her and the all the other women she's like she's never looking back at yeah. actual, even at, at men's and um, that's what I always and feel like uh, she's really inspiring yeah. even even to a man like to be honest and um, so um, yeah but well Novak and um, Rafa put up a show to be honest yeah. and, and um yeah, um, it was a more entertaining yeah. semi-final for sure. It was. Um, well, the, the, where I uh, see it on center court, the most of the crowd were definitely pro um, pro Rafa. Mm-hmm. Um, that was also really interesting to see, to be honest. Um, but um, well, the match, well, it, it felt like three or four years ago was. Well, when was the Australian Open final? Two thousand twelve. This epic six hours match. It felt like 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 the old days, and that felt like especially for Novak felt like the old days. Yeah, and that's how he felt it. Um, he like stepped it up at the important points. Um, he served really good, mm. um, which is still I find a little surprised because of his elbow um, injury or surgery what he had. But um, in the end, I think he was a little more the deserving winner. Yeah, I I I've got to agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think. It'll be interesting though. Uh, George and I were discussing it on the way back yeah. up. It who is actually going to benefit? Oh, is yeah. it going to be Anderson who's had a day off, or is it going to be Djokovic mm. who has now played three day three days in a row? But what we came out to the conclusion is that Anderson has played two extremely long yeah. five setters. Um, whereas Djokovic might have played a five-hour match, but it was split between two days. Mm-hmm. So if he played his whole five-hour match today, then yeah, absolutely, you'd say that he'd be in trouble. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, we, we asked, the, the ladies were asked about this. Mm-hmm. Um, Serena was very good in hers and said, you know, I know that if, if the roles were reversed and they had to have us play before, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that the men would, you know, would would have to understand that that's how it's got to be. Yeah. Um, also, interestingly enough, because Serena was succeeded 25th, uh, she got no real preferential treatment, so she was never on at a specific start time. She was always oh, a yeah. followed by or a not before. Oh yeah. So for her, this was no different. And also, don't forget that this is no different to what they are like week in, week out. Mm-hmm. A lot of them, you know, until they get very deep, are, yeah. are not before or yeah. followed by. Yeah. So it wasn't that difficult. And, and the same was said for Kerber. She was like, well, you know, it had to be played. There, there was no other way around it. it had, they had to play before us in order for them to have any, um, any chance of recovery. The other issue that people raised was why didn't they start it even earlier? Mm. But uh, my colleague, uh, my colleague Vicky, that you met this oh, evening, oh. she raised Hi, a really Vicky. interesting point. <laughs> Hi, Vicky. She raised an interesting point that you know, 
they will have gotten through drug testing and all that kind of malarkey. They would have finished at 12. They would have left here at 12 mm. and probably been back home about 1, 1.32. If we'd have put them on at 1, to, at one o'clock, yeah. or no, they started at 1, so that was 12 hours. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the most that George and I said was that perhaps they should have started them at 12. Um, but when Vicky explained it, that, you know, they probably didn't even get out of Wimbledon by yeah. 12. That made sense all of a sudden, that at least they had 12 hours of rest. I mean, Djokovic had sort of said, you know, he didn't really sleep that much. He was okay. here practicing at 10. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, ultimately we have our men's final. So just to close things out, uh, what do you think is going to happen in the men's final? Well, it's, it's a tough one. Um... Well, I think we might see like four four sets at least. Mm -hmm. I feel like Kevin will definitely step it up from from also from his last two wins. Um, since he's a really big server, of course we have like probably the best return player ever yeah. who, who we've seen on on the ATP tour. But um, I feel like we he Kevin learned especially a lot from also from the US Open last year where where he made made it to the first final. Uh, of a Grand Slam, but um, in the end, uh, I feel like experience, especially in Wimbledon, will 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 handle it to to Novak. Um, um, he has been like stepping it up all the all the whole tournament, especially today against Rafa, um, who also stepped it up the whole Wimbledon tournament, where he lost like, well, I don't know, second or third round the last couple of well, three or four yeah. years, um, but Novak held held against it, and um, I feel like. Well, we we got to see Novak Djokovic as a um, Wimbledon set, uh, champion again. Um, I think so. I, th um, I think I think Anderson will probably get the first set. Yeah. I think that adrenaline will yeah, probably exactly. carry him yeah. through. Yeah. First final, second slam final, or yeah. well, first Wimbledon final. Sorry, yeah. second slam final. He'll feel that he's got the experience to handle that. But then I think, um, and I think Djokovic will probably start a bit slow. I think exactly. the stress. He was very emotional yeah. Yeah. when he won this. I don't know whether you. I don't know whether they showed you the clip of him having the flash interview. Mm, oh, I don't think. But so. he was yeah. very emotional, like close to tears, if not, if not very teary, uh -huh, okay. because of the of the emotion of having come mm. through that. Um, I think it'll take. Djokovic maybe a set to settle, Definitely and then after that, that I yeah. see him yeah. in in four sets Absolutely. straight down the line. I, I agree on that. Um, probably the first set since well he had two well almost today felt like at least three sets to me like yeah. and it was a tough three set then yeah. uh, especially against Rafa and he had also again uh, three sets yesterday against a tough Rafa so uh, he probably needs a little more time to like getting it started and everything so yeah. I probably feel like it will be a, a f four setter maybe even a five setter but I stick with the four setter okay yeah. well normal service will be resumed and we'll have Chris Otto back with us for the final wrap uh, but until then of course you've been listening to Ross Satar and and Luca Jacobs thank you for listening goodbye bye bye